I'm Zed. I'm Grace. And I am also Grace. We have second Grace. Second Grace. Woo! Woo! All right, it's a, uh, it's a guest episode. It is season three, episode seven. Mm-hmm. I'm going to name it like a, a terrible, what, the Friends one? The one with the roller skating thing. <laughs> Talk derby to me. That's, that's almost worse. That's almost worse. Okay. <laughs> I hate that so much. Thank I love you. it so much. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you see that video of Jason Derulo singing opera? I sent that to you. Did you? Yes. <laughs> I don't know who sends me things. <laughs> Off to a banger start already. All, All right. Man. Facts and figures. What What are our facts and what are our figures? Mm. <laughs> All right. So this was written by Tim Mel Traeger and directed by Steve Miner. Which it's we- directed by a miner. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> nope, it's not. We've had both those people before. Have we? And I didn't get to make the miners joke then? Maybe it's because I didn't see his name written that time. Probably didn't. Yeah. Yeah, and we have... um, Our regular cast. Yeah, regular cast. I'm seeing this list. The regular cast, except there's no buzz, which is a crime. And I'm going to fist fight whoever green lights buzz being in episodes. Can we figure out who that is so I can call them out every time he's not? I don't know. He should be in every episode. (laughs) Every, like... I love him so much. But um, we have Mickey James as Rita Westwood, Sydney Bennett as Denise Fox, and Aaliyah O'Brien as Wild. I'm sure there's other people, but I can't do all the guests anymore. Put the uh, IMDb page, and they just have, like, random people. So, uh, yeah. as Heather, as announcer. I love it when they just call people announcer. Who's Heather? I don't know. <laughs> uh brunette according to her imdb picture that means nothing people can change their hair colors and i think based on um nikki james's imdb page i think she might be like one of those wwe wrestlers because she kind of she's kind of like dressed like one she looks amazing in her imdb photo if you are in any way attracted to women-shaped beings (laughs) uh, i would recommend looking her up (laughs) all right anything to say grace number two (laughs) um Yes. So actually, I don't know if either of you recognize the girl who played Wild, but Aaliyah O'Brien, who Grace mentioned, actually, I did recognize her. She She looks familiar in like a... (laughs) Wait, she's a what? She played a lesbian. In what? Um, In Rookie Blue. Okay, because she looks familiar to me in, like, a Stargate sort of way, and I'm not sure it's because, like, she looks kind of like Jewel State, but, like, I mean, I- I'm, a- I'm open her IMDb page. So she's she- the she played- tiny one, right? Uh, hey, look. No, she's, like, the bigger one. She had, like, the lot oh, of uh, high yeah, yeah, yeah. makeup. Okay, yeah, so Rookie Blue is on there. Supernatural! We found the Supernatural connection! Yeah, I think a couple Straight people out the gate. from this episode are from Supernatural, Excellent. because they always are! She's in a lot of DC's Legends of Tomorrow appearances. Yeah, I tried to see if she was gay in that one, but I couldn't find anything. <laughs> You're my new Grace, favorite. Grace, I love you so much. You're my new favorite. <laughs> <laughs> this is your I, take. I knew immediately. Like, I have this, like, I, like if I've seen someone play a lesbian in anything, I immediately am like, oh, I know her. What did she play gay in? That's so I was so like. <laughs> Definitely her role on that. Psych was her third credited like acting role ever on IMDb, mm-hmm. which you know that's good crazy because she like has such a presence. You know, <laughs> she was female driver on Eureka. 
Um, yeah, no, I'm not seeing her on, like, uh, any sort of Stargate type thing, so I'm wondering why she looks so familiar. It might just be how her face looks, but, hmm. Anyway, we found a supernatural connection. Obviously, we always do. Well, they found them in kind of similar areas, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. It's, uh, our, our running joke is that there are only five actors in Vancouver, <laughs> uh, and, uh, all of them are on both shows. Mm-hmm. So there's that been gosh, there's been at least ten guest stars that have been yeah, on the show already. Timothy Obinson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's uh, a small Vancouver. <laughs> it's just one soundstage, really. <laughs> just one soundstage, just one beach that rocks. Every Santa Barbara beach has rocks on it. It's true. I honestly oh, this one. wouldn't even know the difference. Like I had no idea that they shot in Vancouver. <laughs> oh yeah. So I can tell okay. You've so been there... to California, Grace. <laughs> Not that many times. Never to Santa okay. Barbara. Okay, whatever. So there are there are certain parts where I'm like, wherever you are pretending you are, that is Canada. <laughs> the woods especially. Yeah, whenever they go to the woods, it's like they're really trying their best to be like, this is California. And that's like California you being know. played by someone who has never been in California woods for the life of them. Teen Wolf like me. <laughs> filmed like 45 minutes from here where we were at in Georgia. And uh, the trees in Georgia are so wildly different from the North California trees. They were trying to pretend they were. They were supposed to be in California? Yeah, Beacon Hills is in California. Oh my god. Um, it's, it's like an hour from Sacramento in their lore. Uh, but yeah, so they're supposed to be in NorCal and, uh, the trees are completely different there. So every time they're like playing lacrosse in the, the field in the woods and I'm like, that's the stadium at the high school down the street. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah. those are like, the trees. Yeah, that looks right. That looks normal. Well, well we're like, th- those are the trees where people sell drugs. So <laughs> the drug selling trees. The drug selling trees. Sure. Why not? <laughs> You're like, I yeah. recognize those. Yeah, you know, they're the famous drug trees. Uh, <laughs> all right, oh, so man. I pulled up the goose, and uh, largely it's, uh, you know, those street lamps are shaped like Canadian street lamps or whatever, because the people on IMDb are pedantic. Yeah. I thought that the goof about the mannequin was really weird. Like, they were like, you had to use a real human body, and I was like... Oh, yeah. You looked at IMDb, too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, right, so I'm, I'm gonna read it off ever. word for word. IMDb says <laughs> After Sean and Gus follow the derby skater Rita Westwood to the marina, a human body floats to the surface of the water and even opens its mouth to breathe. Yet the next day, Santa Barbara PD reveals it was a mannequin. A real human body has to be used for the scene because mannequins are too buoyant to ever go below the surface of the water. What would I give to be the fake dead body in that scene? Okay, look, look, look. <laughs> Okay, what if Psych is just from Sean and Gus's point of view, and in their minds they saw a dead body, so we see the dead body. Okay, so that's that's one thing. The other thing is that the mannequin is possessed. Haunted mannequin. <laughs> another thing is why couldn't they have killed off another person? Ooh, they're more capable death. of murder. More death, more death. They're capable of death. murder. What if like one of their whatever was gonna go to the cops and they're like, mm, no, gotta kill you slice by like- Mm-hmm. After a certain number of like murders to keep it quiet, you become a serial killer uh, because you have an MO. It's always roller derby girls. Also, why do you have to dump <laughs> merchandise in the ocean? 
Yeah, that's really true. There are enough landfills. <laughs> or just random apartments. You could just store it in dumpsters by apartments. If, no one would ever find it. Because if you're stealing, like, nondescript items, like Spanglish and shirts, <sighs> like, can't you just, like, take what off the towel, though? What a pull for a DVD. They stole Spanglish. Are you okay that that is what you decided to put on this this entire real life TV show? I the just, DVD of the end of Adam Sandler movie Spanglish. What? That's like an airplane movie. It's terrible. It, it's I've a terrible movie. Never well, seen it. It's Adam pretty bad. It's an awful I mean, movie. I don't like like there's one Adam Sandler movie that I like and that's about it. What is the one Adam Sandler movie you like? It might be Waterboy? Concern. But maybe I don't like it anymore. I don't know. Like I feel like everything is like awful and you just don't realize it because you're like eight and then you be watching like oh god oh dear lord specific thank you Probably so i actually like adam sandler movies <laughs> whoa. whoa whoa i grew up what? with them so they kind of make me feel nostalgic and i enjoy them and i don't know i just like them and that is your right, and uh, I will leave them to you. He makes me feel such intense secondhand embarrassment that I have to turn them off. I uh, like his um, man child. I like his song about Hanukkah. I think that's festive that's and, and inclusive of other religions. Um, also has a song about. I can't. I don't know if I can even say this, but. Oh great. <laughs> He's a great song. He's really the wide he... variety and range of humanity <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah, no, he has a song that my sister sent me with no context that is about <laughs> um, <laughs> and I opened that Spotify link no. and then I regretted it and I was like, how dare you? And she was like, ha 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 ha. And I was like, I hate you. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing he's ever done is the SNL skit where he's the uh, Italian vacation rental guy. And he's like, if you're sad in America, you will be sad in Italy. <laughs> You'll be sad over there. And it's like my favorite skit he's ever done. But that's about it. I think he's genuinely <laughs> a funny person, but it's just, it doesn't translate. I think he's a man child who occasionally hits gold, and that's it. Okay. So I need the wedding singer is so good. The wedding singer. I haven't seen it. I, I was in the wedding singer musical. I couldn't see the musical. Oh, okay. I had to be in the cafeteria performing for the dinner. Which is garbage that they didn't let the performers see any of the four shows we did. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. We've gotten distracted again. I don't know. It was some sort of Oh god, it was like walk like an Egyptian. Oh god, I hate high school. Oh god. Oh man, what is it? Why? Why? All right. So we're not being haunted by the specters of high school. That was like 5 episodes ago. Um, atrocious. Atrocious. Yeah, there's really not that much fun trivia or goofs on this. It's mostly as per usual, pedantic. Yeah. Nonsense. I mean, I, mean, I, wrote I I do like that, you know, they like mannequins are too buoyant for what they needed to do. That's very yeah. Funny. I definitely was really confused and concerned reading that one. There's no reason to even have the mannequin because they're stealing merchandise. Why would you steal a mannequin? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, That's God. definitely going to be bleeped out. Of course. <laughs> this is. I would call it a family-friendly podcast, but no, it is not. It's moderately family. We have challenging concepts weekly. I mean, uh, I caught a lot of 80s or 90s pop culture references. I think I wrote like five down. 
Okay, so we just you, got one. I Xanadu. all we got was Xanadu. The rest of them, I just thought they were like just how people talk. Which ones did you get? Well, maybe. So I haven't really done this, so maybe I gave them no, too fair. many. Everybody but I got Xanadu, Sweet Fantasy Island. Well, Fantasy Island. Fantasy okay, is Island. Fantasy Island in eighties or nineties? Because I thought Fantasy 70s. Island was in like the seventies or sixties. Seventies. Um, I actually looked it up to be sure that it was eighties, and it ran from seventy-seven to eighty-four. Hey. Okay, that's fair. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> All right, then I will adjust my sheet to uh, reflect that that exists. And then right. I counted the fact that they played Space Age love song at the end of the episode and um also that the name of the episode is like a reference to dark talk dirty to me oh see i never count the title because i don't look at the titles before i click play and then i also don't ever hear the songs they're playing like my brain just bleeps them out so they they played check yes juliet did they yes and like the first (laughs) thing you have it's like playing check yes juliet and juliet is like elbows Mm, she goes for on this episode. It's wonderful. Yeah, my note as that played is I am gay. Period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we need to go into notes? Because I have one where I just wrote, bye, Jules, bye, Jules, bye, Jules. <laughs> it's excellent. I'm glad we're all on the same page on this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it definitely a gay episode. It's incredibly gay. I love it so much. <laughs> it was a terrible, terrible episode, but it was very fun to watch. It's a fantastic episode. A what are you talking episode. about? I'm is... with the first grace. I love this episode. I will. I'm I love this episode. <laughs> I mean, like, we're welcome to like the episode. That doesn't make it not bad. I think my bar for this is... If it's an episode of Psych, it's probably got an inherent badness rating. I in think my you're brain. a hater. Uh huh. I am. What more and do you I need? Am. You have burglary. Mm-hmm. You have outfits. You have skates. That's three nouns. Thank you. <laughs> uh, one of which is what a gerund. Burglary. <laughs> it's a noun and a verb or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't know grammar. So it's an all right episode. It was fun to watch. That does not make it good i thought the romance thing that they were trying to do with sean and, and uh, <laughs> jules was just ham-fisted episode of all time i know and you have bisexual icon sean who's not even like he's like the most straight man here it, like nonsense it's nonsense mm, mm. okay my my soapbox for this episode oh god they could have very easily, and honestly, they did kind of. Gus and Jules. No. There were several no. moments that I was like, huh. No. no, 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 no. Gus is jealous of Jules. Because she- I mean, obviously, but that can lead into many romantic moments. Oh, God, they're not going to go uh, Enemies. Stop. Two lovers. Oh, I am not. Enemies. I am not here. Two I'm lovers. Not here no. <laughs> no. You've lost me. Fine. I'll just sit over here in my dumb ship. I mean, I'm the Sean Gus purist, so I do love Sean Gus. But like in this one, they were just having an extended fight. See, that's romance to me. I was like, oh my god, they're so married and in love. I I just got irritated from them. Like they were irritated at each other, and I was kind of irritated at the back and forth. I think if you would have, like, not had table with the crab cakes and the candles, I think you could have, like, 
gotten rid of that. Yes. And then the ending scene would be kind of cute. Because mm-hmm. she yes. she has a reason to go and return her skates. Yes. But I, I think they were shoehorning in a romance that didn't need to be happening. You know, in a way show. Well, yes, but in a way that didn't make sense narratively. So like yeah. they could have just been talking instead of him being like drug geeks. Uh <laughs> the metaphor for unwanted advances now. <laughs> Would you like a crab cake? No, no, no. Would she, you like a crab she cake? She does take a crab cake. She's just like, mm, gotta take this for the road. Which is like crab cakes with strawberries on top, too. Like, oh the strawberries weren't on top of the crab cakes, they were for the wine. I, I know they're for the like the champagne or whatever, but if you look at the plate, there's like crab cakes, and he actually puts strawberries on top of them because he's like, "Oh, I have extra strawberries now. I'm just gonna put them here." That's so gross. I, you know what? That oh, sounds like trauma. I'll give you that. Yeah. And he's like, with dill and coriander. That is cilantro. You mother. No, no, no. That's his South American speaking because it's coriander everywhere else in the world. I know, but that's uh. And that's, that's the, the jarring thing about going anywhere else in the world where you're like, oh, is there cilantro on this thing? And it doesn't say cilantro. You have to learn to look for the word coriander. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, literally the McCormick spice jar says coriander. So I don't eat it. It's a migraine trigger. I don't own a McCormick spice jar. The thing that I am technically allergic Everything's to. Everything's a migraine trigger for you. Correct. I have a migraine disorder. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm what so up? Sorry. That's just how that goes. But yeah, Whoopsies. no. So I didn't know it was called coriander until I went to Ecuador. So like, oh, quite frankly, everywhere else in the world, it's coriander. I mean, like, we think we're special. I mean, yes. Yeah. Right. Metric system who? We should go into our notes. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, how about guest Grace starts us off? So I probably gave them too many points because I felt like my numbers would be really high. I have it as 72, and I think I was probably too nice. Damn, a 72. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's Maybe. higher than most of the episodes I've watched. It's a good episode. <laughs> I will Once say again, I do think no, I was no, probably no. too generous. No, but no, also, no. I have Sean and Gus bicker seven times. Oh, okay, so. yeah. See, whenever they bicker, I'm never sure if I should count it or if it's a continuation of the last time they bickered. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, I never to, like, everything stopped talking or stopped arguing, and it like went on for more than two lines, but it still was like the whole episode. Fair. Yeah, so I'm I will I will once again restate for Grace, who is sitting next to me. Uh, OG Grace, this is not a measure of how good the episode is. It's a measure of how drunk I would get if I were playing the psych drinking game. That is what this is. <laughs> But I did have that, and then the 80s and 90s pop culture, I had one fake accent. Um, I can't remember what he did, but he was, like, Spanish. And then he did two temple touches, but nothing for catchphrases. When did he do a fake accent? He did a Spanish line, and he kind of had, like, a weird Spanish accent for it. Okay. I truly don't remember. I watched, a, I watched this episode really late last night after watching two hours of what we do in the shadows. Uh, so my uh, metric for funny accents is absolutely dead after doing that. I watched it Very twice. So I have like no idea what you're talking about either. <laughs> I think I probably overthought it because this is my first time doing the worksheet. No, you're and good. I was like, Does yes. that count? I think whatever you think counts, counts for your sheet. Yeah, because I mean, if if you 
we're doing a drinking game. It's based off of your judgment. So you would be significantly more trash than I would. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is how I watch Psych. So yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> oh my God. Would you have to spit out like the shot if you took one with a mannequin and then you're like, oh, it's not a dead body. Oh man. Yeah. No, I fully, because I could tell that was a human in the water. Yeah. Like that was not yeah. a mannequin in the water scene. And we all know it because the goose page on IMDb, I was like, oh, another dead body. Dang it. And there was a mannequin. I was like, this is worse. This is worse than a dead body. It's a mannequin. I hate this. It's so uh, creepy. And then he uses it to do the temple touch. Like the yeah. Oh the yeah. Touch oh, nothing Gross. like seaweed and ocean gunk against your Oh, <laughs> no, not on your face, my dude. No, <laughs> I know that it's fake ocean gunk, but still, the yeah, mm. still nasty, nasty, it's still gross. Yeah, I got a 53, so like, <laughs> we are different people, <laughs> we are very different people, but I quite appreciate that you did the sheet. You're the first, and I only happy. subtracted five points for one intentionally homophobic line, and that was it. Okay, how did you catch the homophobia? Because I did not hear anything. Well, again, I was definitely trying to probably, like, find everything in the sheet since it was my first time doing it. But when he tells Jules to bring the outfit and one of us might wear it, I kind of thought it was kind of a homophobic joke. No, I thought he was just being flirty and super into cross-dressing. Yeah. I mean, I did go back and forth because it doesn't actually bother me. But I'm going to be real. I don't think that's homophobia. I think that's him parading his kinks around. <laughs> I, I think he's right. just... That's just... just that get to add extra points? <laughs> yeah, I think you get to add some points back, mm, actually. 79. Ah. I think it's... No, it's 77. 77. You're so bad at math. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, like... I think oh, yeah, you just say 72. Sometimes okay. I think they, they write things in that they're like, this will be funny because it's vaguely sexual. And all of us who are actually listening to what they wrote go, what? Uh, but <laughs> it's I, like telling I, I us more love... about you than yes than no else. I would love to pick the brains of these writers <laughs> it's baffling yeah I have to know if they really are trying to make Sean Gay on purpose or if they just didn't know no he's just crazy bi I feel like they had one writer who was really bi who early on had a hand on the Sean like writing team like he was the one who was doing all the Sean dialogue or something, and he just has really bi vibes. And so every time they're like, "We need to make it sound like Sean," they just write a bi man. Like <laughs> I, I know writing teams, and it's usually like one person who's really good at a voice early on who establishes the tone, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's probably someone who is just blatantly bi. <laughs> I feel like it's like Andy Berman's fault that Sean's like this. All right, so after you pointed out that he is not out or anything no no we no, cannot no. i'm not at andy berman's i am not outing him or anything i'm just saying i feel like he <laughs> likes to write sean a certain way he does his episodes are very very bi he likes to write sean in a very flamboyant way and i think james Rudy rodriguez knows it and just plays into it yeah 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 he mm-hmm. wrote the cloudy with a chance of meatballs one Murder. Right. <laughs> yes. Murder. Murder with a chance of meatballs. Other no, Cloudy with a chance of murder. Children's <laughs> murder with a chance of meatballs is a different thing. What about <laughs> meatball murder? You get murdered by meatballs. <laughs> oh, no. Whatever that one is, where Sean is just incredibly gay for the lawyer. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's yes. that one. It's the yes. one with the shippy shippy of that mm. one. Yeah. And despite the fact that there's this like weird heterosexual bent to the entire court case, it's still it's the so gayest gay. episode so ever. Gay. I love it so much. Oh, it it is one of my favorites. Overall, it's like probably like... top 10 easy. They actually <laughs> remixed it later, but I kind of believe the whole endeavor is homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> The remake okay. is the whole okay. okay, okay, Grace, will you come back when we do that episode? <laughs> I'll be so mean. Yes, yes. Join me in the mean corner. Yes. It's so <laughs> awful. I, like, love so much of it, but they literally just bring it back, and they're like, we made Sean too gay in this episode. What if we make him straighter? <laughs> All right, so it'll be the roast of this entire show. It'll be our roast episode. Yeah, because that, to... that's, like, way down the line. That's, like, season eight, I'm pretty sure. Is it? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, we'll definitely It's have when the show gets awful anyway. Uh, yeah. Oof. I mean, that kind of happened a little earlier on, but season eight is a big <laughs> woof. Although there is one episode that's really good in season eight. I don't know how it's possible, but it's we'll get to it. Uh, okay, this is incredibly ominous. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Hearing how much you dislike some of these episodes, which I really like, I'm a little scared for how awful you will find those. <laughs> I, I am just hypercritical of everything I watch. I think looking back on things, I can find stuff to love about them. But in the moment where, like, I feel like my role here is to criticize because Grace next to me uh, has like rose colored glasses about the entire situation. I have rose colored glasses about everything. Uh-huh. And my job is to break those glasses. Uh, <laughs> so like there's a lot of stuff I do like about it. It's just like I can see more holes to poke than I can see cheese to eat or whatever okay. that saying is. <laughs> I don't know what the saying is. Okay. I don't know. It's Swiss cheese. Sure. I guess. Why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't hate it. I, I mean, just I've been, enjoy like, criticizing things. Watching the show fair. for, what, 16 years almost? That's and too many it. years, Grace. It's not enough years. That's too many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I've got, oh, my favorite quote from this. If you're looking for an episode title, Grace. Uh-huh. Technically, yes, theft makes you a thief. Thank you, Henry, for your mm. wise words of wisdom. <laughs> my um, favorite one was when Chief asked Jules if she broke someone's nose and she's so proud and that she yeah she's like yeah but it was a like clean hit and just pop right back so, in i don't have friends who do roller derby i've really considered it but then i was like my health insurance would kick me off of the insurance if i did that mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. but i had friends who did college rugby and my friend susan uh so she was in ceramics with me during like hand throwing time so we were on wheels so she needed her hands to do this yes and she had a rugby match and she dislocated her finger so hard, the top bone was down by the bottom bone. Ah. Uh, and then she couldn't do ceramics for the rest of the semester. Oh, no. Yeah. So, like, uh, girls who play contact sports are hardcore because she dislocated her finger that badly and continued to play the rest of the game. Like, she played with her finger literally in half. Because she was like, oh, no, I'm finishing this. Also, I need to pay back that person who just did that to my finger. I mean, like, and if you uh, have, like, joints that dislocate really easily. Oh, no, it fully came apart. It was like, this part was down. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's, that's it was a large. Okay, because I, I was like, I dislocate my fingers all the time. Oh, yeah, no, me too. But no, hers was like the joint, like, completely separated. Like, the ligament was detached. 
It was insane oh and terrifying to look at. That is disgusting. Yeah, it was like lumpy bones. No! Lumpy uh, bones. Socks. Socks. Anyway, uh, <laughs> girls who play contact sports are a Rugby people are hardcore. so hardcore. Yeah. And I feel like we really got to see some of, like, hardcore jewels in this one where, like, she's gotten into the violent thing before, but this one, she's like, it's being praised here. Aren't I doing good? I love it. <laughs> like, oh, because she oh. goes, thank you so much for noticing. Yeah, thank you for noticing. I did break her nose. Wasn't that oh. great? I love it. I adore I love it. it. I love it. Yeah, I have a lot of issues with Jules as a character. Not, like, as a character, like, I dislike her, but I dislike how they treat her a lot. But this That's is one fair. of my favorite Jules episodes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think she did, they do a good job of making her, like, a person who's not a caricature of a woman in law enforcement in this one. Yeah. And sometimes she gets comes off kind of flat mm-hmm. as a caricature mm-hmm. of a woman in law enforcement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. This one, you're like, oh, Jules has a personality. And she's like, really, really into this. She <laughs> loves it. Mm-hmm. Whenever like, she's like really hardcore and they just let her like be eccentric and have fun, like the other guys get to do, I'm like, I love mm-hmm. Jules. But yeah. then they kind of revert and make her just like the love interest or just the cop and they don't give her like a 3D personality. And I don't really like it as much. They do her so dirty later on. I hate it. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I can see where it would head that direction. Mm-hmm. Like, the flattening has already begun. Mm-hmm. It disappoints me a lot. That's fair. I don't think these writers can write women. I, no, I would have, like, second that. Yeah, every time they have a woman, they have a very specific, like, role in the story. Except for Jules, who they can't quite decide what to do with. That's fair. They flip-flop around what her role in the story should be. And everybody else is like, oh, well, Madeline's back or whatever her name is. Oh, mm-hmm. she's the mother. She's the trauma. I, uh, what do you call it? The love interest from the high school episode is back. Oh, she's the love interest. She's the one that got away. It's mm-hmm. like it's also incredibly tropey, and they can't decide which I, ones to stick I know, to. Jules. I know. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> no, like I think their women can be good for like one episode at a time, but they just cannot make them characters that day or have any kind of development or anything and it drives me crazy valid and mood like i love the show and i'm actually very very defensive about like certain types of aspects of it but the way they treat women is not one of them fair Mm -hmm. (laughs) and honestly very good (laughs) yes (laughs) that's a good way to engage in your media it's like i love this but also they did a bad (laughs) thing there and i'll acknowledge it (laughs) like yes Correct. But Jules Yay. is great here. Yeah, this is a fun episode for her. Like, this is, I think if there was, like, a playlist of episodes to watch, if you love Jules, this mm-hmm. one should be on it, along with the sorority one. Yes! Like, yeah. just yeah. Jules undercover yeah. living her best life. Yeah. I scary, just think Jules should be undercover all the time. <laughs> honestly. Honestly. She does her best work, then. She does. I have so many notes about the department store. First of all, Zilks. Zilks? <laughs> it's it's Belks. Zilks? It's Belks. <laughs> It's Belks, but they changed part of the sign. Zilks? Yeah. As, as in, it's Belks, but there's zilch of it left. Because it got stolen. Okay. I'm winning this word game. But, but it's like, the set dressing is so bad. Correct. It's awful. It's yeah. like, is this a consignment store? 
Did they just Do buy you... these clothes on the side of the road and decide to... You look at a wall and there's, like, one single, like, negligee kind of shirt-looking thing. And you're like, what department is this? You have, like, a ruffled, like, 40s, 50s looking, like... I, I need you to picnic know, basket-y type of shirt. And you then, are the first person under the age of 50 I've ever heard say aloud the word negligee. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. I'm so jazzed oh to have heard that out loud from the I, mouth of someone so young. <laughs> it just drives me... Uh, and, and then they're like, oh, there's green slime on the floor. But the tracks, there's like just like a, it's like one track. It's like that looks like rollerblades. It's not like roller skates because roller skates are more flatter on the bottom. It's just like a zip, 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 zip. They, they <laughs> I'm sorry, it's like of, what? <laughs> they don't even have anything else. I'm, I'm, the sitting video. Here, I'm sitting here watching the hand motions and I don't understand what's happening. Zip, no, like, remember, zip, okay, on zip. the floor, on uh -huh. the floor, right? Uh -huh. They have the track marks uh -huh. with the green oil. That's how you know that one of them was there but they have them going like just like one doop, doop, doop. It's not two. Oh, i have a theory about that actually okay so uh if you're trying to move like a a cart of merchandise because you've loaded up a cart to take like a whole bunch at once and a wheel is sticking and you have wheel oil in your bag then you put the wheel oil that on the cart that makes so much more sense because i don't like when you look at the footage no one's on skates yeah so, like, I think somebody just, like, she had her wheel oil with her, and they were trying to load up a cart of random nonsense to cover their tracks, and she had sense. to oil, like, maybe some sort of, like, moving thing. That makes sense. I mean, if you've done this before, you kind of realize that, okay, yeah. All right, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I can uh, believe it. Okay. Oh, um, I I need to, once again, petition the writers and filmmakers of all television stop having your characters touch evidence please it's giving me anxiety <laughs> sean touches so much evidence uh i think that's just sean though i know but he's oh my god he could be implicated in so many things his fingerprints are everywhere know, and then jules ah! goes into the locker room mm -hmm. and she gets out a stool and then she balances on the rubber stops of skates how much core strength do you have to have to do that? Not really that much. I, I've been on skates. This is, I mean, okay. it's not safe. I just, but it's not uh, difficult. I, I mean, mean, that's why you have the rubber stops. I know, but it's just, how can you, I don't know. I don't think I could balance without even like seeing my, it just, <sighs> I also can't skate. So oh. that's why. I used to be a speed skater. I like, I can't do the four wheels. I can do inlines perfectly. Yeah, four wheels are obnoxious. I hate I them. Never I like learned. inline. It, mm -hmm. it just gave me so much anxiety. And it's like, I know that they're probably like propped up by like people because I don't think she could actually like, reach that high because she's not that tall a person. <clears throat> but yeah, that, that that gave me so much anxiety. I, I just... <laughs> I, I, I can't. Grace was watching this like, oh my gosh, what happens? Does she fall? Really yeah, this is the end of Juliet's uh, entire whole thing. Or she shows up at work the next day and her face is one big bruise and they're like, how was the roller thing? And she's like, I fell off a okay. stool. Okay. No, no, no. she, she hits her face on like a table. She like, shows up to work in her 
roller skating outfit thing. Yeah, you had to put that on consciously, Jules. You you consciously had to put that on. You could be wearing a suit and no, but your skate. She's like, oh, I got to break in these skates. I'm like, okay. You don't oh. have to break in the hot pants, Jules. <laughs> like, uh, you don't have to. I mean, we appreciate it. Thank you. I'm for like, the view. That I'm like, for uh, us, the mood, audience. But like, also... <laughs> When you're breaking in shoes, don't you normally have like the really like heavy socks or something? Because you're gonna get blisters if you're just wearing. Mm. I just wear whatever I usually wear with them. I guess. I mean, I'm a disaster, and I constantly have blisters all over my feet. But like, I, yeah. I don't know how much of a disaster person Jules is, other than what we've already seen. I, I, I just. Uh... Oh, I so I clocked a uh, a very funny. The writers almost, almost did a thing, like almost a nod to everyone on this team as a lesbian. Did you guys catch it? No. Okay. Gross. <laughs> That's a disgusting, Grace. Thank you. <laughs> uh, gross. I gotta digest that for a second. That's an actual line in the episode, okay? I mean, I know. But I know. Nasty. Uh, no, when... So the, the team walks up to, like, confront Sean about, like, why are you here? And he's got to pretend to be uh, Jules' fanboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the line, clothes, hair, teeth of, like, the why you stick out here is very much a, you are way too straight looking to be in this space right now. What are you doing here? It's, it's very much a, a nod to, I mean, this is a women-loving is... women's face. Why Henry are you here? Also there? <laughs> Yeah, but they don't call him on it because he's an old man. Okay, now I <laughs> see. I didn't think about that because I don't ever think of Sean as straight. So that's fair. <laughs> well, so but they're obviously not clocking him because he's wearing a polo shirt. Uh, but like, because if I met him in real life and didn't know what he was acting like, like if he was trying to be undercover and he's pretending to be Jules's fanboy, straight, then I'd be like, "You have a stalker." It's this gross straight man. He keeps showing up at practices. Like, I would not <laughs> clock him at 40 yards. Mm-hmm. I have actually been to roller derby. And there are a lot of gays in the audience. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Absolutely. It's like the gayest <laughs> sport. It is. And I love it. I mean, I think rugby is actually a little bit gayer. Okay, fair. Women's yeah. rugby yeah. and then roller derby. All and right. then soccer. Oh, yeah. All women's sports. And then soccer. Soccer, yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes. Oh, women's hockey. Oh, you know what? I think anytime women are good at things, they're just gay. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) true. Yes, it's the uh, audacity. I love it. (laughs) Incredible. Yeah, no. So they, I just thought it was really funny that like, if I were walking up to with my squad of other vicious lesbians, fantastic. First of all, Mm -hmm. Uh, if I was walking up to someone who I thought was harassing our new baby gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> she's such a baby gay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I was like, "You don't belong here." Closed teeth, hair, and they didn't respond in some sort of way. Like, "Oh no, no, I am also gay." Hello. Then I'd be like, "Correct, they don't belong here." True. Like, fully, <laughs> I'd be like, fully. "Out of your head." This is yeah, a gay's over your bed. Yeah, I, I thought it was adorable. And if they hadn't ended up being the villains. Juliet with a squad of menacing lesbians is my new favorite thing. I mean, she also could still hang out with toxic waste and everyone. You know, <laughs> the ones yeah, that we... you know just had like the hip hop video and everything—they weren't yeah. like actually murdering people. We we don't know that she doesn't have a squad of menacing lesbians behind her in every scene. 
from here out. It could be that she has a group text. Oh my god. In my dreams. In your dreams. Because yes. she like she says she became friends with the girl whose nose she disappeared. Yeah. She's like, yeah, she has a cat. New best friends. New best friends. I actually yeah. feel like making Jules a lesbian would have been such a good route to go, if only because it would have kept her from being forced into the role of a love interest. That's true. Yeah. It would have been I nice, like although it's bad. I think at this point in time, A, TV wasn't brave enough, and no. B, they would have done her so dirty. Like, yeah, it actually would have been awful. She would have been atrocious. That we would be angry. She, she would have to die. She would. Yeah, they would out her and then they would kill her the next episode. Exactly. They'd send her to super hell. <laughs> I mean, they can't write straight women. Can you imagine what they would do with a lesbian? No. Are there no lesbians in this entire thing other than Jane Lynch? There is. Um, in season five. Okay, lesbians. so by then we get. Is a that the Catholic of- one? Oh no, I wasn't thinking about the Catholic one. That was pretty gay too. No, what? I, no, I, I don't I, think it is pretty gay. I mean, aren't they? Isn't it explicitly gay? That's not the one that I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of um, older lesbian who kills somebody because she's jealous. I'm so jazzed to get these spoilers. <laughs> these are excellent. <laughs> yes, there are she's, some Catholic lesbians. No, she's, she's the one that looks like um, Liza Minnelli. <laughs> oh no. If you ask me, there's a lot of gays in this show, but <laughs> explicitly, enough. there's not a lot. Yeah. Okay. Subtextually, okay. half this cast is gay. Gay, 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 Or gay, bi. Gay. Yep. Lots of bi's. Yes. Um, all right. All right. Uh, we got to start winding down. So, all right. Any final thoughts on this? I think I've said all my notes. I'm not sure. Pretty sure. Whatever. There uh, was no pineapple. I that know. Is- oh, yeah. I even had to look it up because I was like, I couldn't find it. And apparently they said this is like the one episode without a pineapple. Was the toxic sludge sticker or whatever on all the lockers not like a, a pineapple or was that a palm tree? Palm tree. I think it's a palm tree because they're okay. the Santa Barbarians or whatever. Sure. Speaking of the lockers, I do appreciate that every single locker had like a different Custom name. sticker. Yes. Bloody Holly was my personal favorite. <laughs> personal favorite. But um, I think it's a really good episode for Jules. Mm-hmm. And if they wouldn't have put so much ham-fisted Sean is so in love with this woman. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, mood. But I just... <laughs> <laughs> You're investigating. Yeah. Like, I get it. She's wearing the eyeliner and the false lashes. I get it. Mm. I-, I get it, Sean. But <laughs> somebody stole a DVD of Spanglish. You have to get on this. <laughs> gosh darn it sean gosh darn it sean adam sandler's work is at stake sean (laughs) surely you as another man child can relate to this anguish no Um, oh my god they dress so similar all right other grace final thoughts um i love this episode that's my final thought okay (laughs) all right so like 10 out of 10 would recommend yeah i would i i actually think i might even recommend this to someone who doesn't already like psych um because i think a lot of my friends like girls playing roller derby and little hot dogs. <laughs> yes, it, it's yes. a good intro episode for mm-hmm. someone who is already very gay <laughs> yeah 
Like, here, let me convince you to watch this show. I promise not all the episodes are this blatant, but... But, yeah. They'd be so mad yeah, at there would be, like, no women for the next, like, ten mm-hmm. episodes. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Okay. That's fair. Brutal. Brutal. Yeah, I think I would recommend this as one of the episodes, like, an entry episode. So I always recommend the dinosaur episode. Oh, I so think good. I would recommend this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it... I, I think this goes on my list of, like, starter episodes. I feel like this one's in my, like, top ten. Okay. But I think I know why that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's one of the best episodes. I'm just saying it's one that I have watched a few times. Okay. I mean, yeah. yeah, I think yeah it's it's got something for everyone, but also, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. No, it's fine. Yeah, it's not awful. It's fun. <laughs> and it's got an interesting premise. I didn't even have to fight you. Like, I was fully prepared yeah, to have to fight you. didn't have to. Even though I invited you here to fist fight me, I think we, <laughs> we landed on a similar page. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to dislike a show with roller derby. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, if you would like to either uh, submit some voice messages to our anchor to come and verbally fist fight me yourself, you cowards, uh, or. <laughs> Send us a message on another platform. We are Delicious Flavor on most things. Uh, we are on Twitter as Delicious Flavor, but the first L is a capital I. Uh, we are on Facebook as Delicious Flavor Pod. We are on Instagram and TikTok as Delicious Flavor Podcast. Uh, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, if you found us here, you can probably send us an anchor voice mm-hmm. message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're probably capable if you manage to find the podcast. Uh, <laughs> do we have audience participation? Uh well, as of recording this, the disco episode just came out a couple days ago, and people are thirsty oh, over yeah. Sean in the comments. It is great. It's Please like, continue. I need, okay, so I was they talking. They love him. I was talking to Grace. I was like, oh, how do we get this type of audience engagement all the time? We need to figure out which thirst trap James Rodriguez Rodriguez has posted for each episode. Oh, my gosh. She's like, I found one on TikTok. I found, I found it. Oh, my God. I found this, like. On yeah, Grace found wonderful. like a fan cam. I love it. It I, was like an episode-based fan cam. I love it. It was really weird. It was so funny. It was very weird because it was. No, that's absolutely the way they get people interested. Oh, totally. It's all <laughs> thirst traps. They'll they'll pull you in with the thirst traps, and then they'll keep you hooked with not using the psychic premise to but its yeah, biggest extent. Apparently, <laughs> a silk. Paisley shirt and Ugh. some bell bottom jeans just really does it for our audience. I'm I mean, concerned about our audience. I am concerned. too. I am too. But I mean, you know what? Uh, sure. So why not? People love that episode. Thank you, everyone who has publicly thirsted after this man <laughs> from over a decade and a half he ago. Got like 20 comments. Oh, it's the most comments. Yeah, I love that episode, but never would I have imagined it's because I thought James Ruday looked good right <laughs> and all of these comments are like like facebook moms being like he's so cute in this one ha 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 and then like thirst face and they're like are you okay come hard. talk to me please they're all just like hard eyes and just like okay first of all there's other episodes where he's looked better but fine and there are other characters who look equally decent in yeah. other episodes so i'm just 
I'm on the search for a fan cam for Jules for this episode. Yeah, for this one, can we it, find a thirst trap picture of I Jules? will make it myself. Heck, okay? yeah, heck, Please, yeah. I will Jules. make it Instagram <laughs> filter and everything. I will make it myself. Yeah. Like, I love her eyeliner, and she's so violent, and, like, that's just, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so good. Yes, 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 yes. So good. I, I've been Zed. I've been Grace. And I've been Grace the second. <laughs> Grace Jr.? No. No. Uh, Grace the sequel. Grace, Grace Sr., I'm older. The sequel to Grace. Uh, this has been an episode of a podcast about a show. Yeah. <laughs> this has been our gayest episode yet oh and i included the one with the lesbians oh as well oh. um, okay well that was a blast <laughs>